0: This is Jen from Grace for Single Parents, where your parenting and God's grace collide. On this episode of Grace for Single Parents, I talk to Keisha Montfleury, who is the CEO and founder of Abundantly Authentic. Abundantly Authentic is a faith based, nonprofit organization whose purpose is to encourage our young girls to practice having positive self esteem. So that they can participate in healthy relationships while they also are learning and accepting their worth through Jesus. Keisha is a confidence coach for girls, and she talks us through the five keys for helping our daughters with their self-esteem. Hi, Keisha. Welcome to the podcast. Yes. Hi. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Um, So today we're going to talk about how to encourage confidence in our girls. So you are the perfect person to that since you are a confidence coach for girls. Yes. (laughs) Could you give us a little intro of who you are and what you do? Yeah, definitely. Well, like I said, thank you so much for
1: having me. Um, I know people call it an expert, but I don't call myself an expert. I call myself experienced. Okay. Um, But yes, I do work with our young girls, our school-age girls. And what we do is um, I have a for-profit, and LLC called Handiwork, and then I have a nonprofit, um, which is you know, more where my heartstrings at is that because that is teaching our girls to know their word through Christ. And um, in both programs, one of them is more community-based and the other one is faith-based. And we teach our girls, like I said, the foundations of healthy confidence, what that looks like. And like I said, um, to me, the main thing is um, for our girls to know their word through Christ so that they're able to make um, better and sound wise relationships. Um, and that could be any relationships, um, friendships, sibling, parent-child relationships, and ultimately future romantic relationships.
0: Great. So the one that is the um, the charity or not charity. Yes, the nonprofit. I, yeah, mm-hmm. nonprofit. That's yes, Abundantly abundant. Authentic. Okay. Yes, yes, yes.
1: yes.
0: And your That's other one day. is? that's your yeah, baby handi- and the other one. Yeah. Handiwork. Yeah. Well, yeah.
1: both of them are, but like, that's where I can really dig in. Like I said, and just it's faith-based so I can share the love of Christ. I can, you know, openly, whereas handiwork, I'm, I'm a woman of God. So you're going to get that from me anyway, but it's more community-based. So it's a little bit more restrictive on some of the things on how I can share. Um, but abundantly authentic, we going in when you're with me with that, <laughs> you're going to hear about the Lord. So, so yes. <laughs>
0: well, I love that. So is Ephesians two ten? I feel like is yes. that your um, mission yes. statement or what S. 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 you're based on? Yeah.
1: Yes. Yes. So, um, so okay. Background for the reason why abundantly authentic. Um, got, it all started with that, with abundantly authentic, and for me being um a seat in a season right now of single motherhood. Um, I'm divorced. Um, When I was, it wasn't until I got out of that relationship and um, just took a step back. And that's when um, the Lord pulled me and I gave my life to the Lord. Um, So once I surrendered to Him, um, He started to really open my eyes and show me different ways that I have been purposed to serve on this earth. Um, and one of them is I have a, a great need and um, desperation for our kids to be able to have a social, emotional, healthy um, lifestyle. Um, so I worked in a child development field. So all those skills and everything that the Lord, you know, I can see as he was piecing together to bring me to a place where I needed to make sure that I'm serving the youth and the youth that he's put in my path. Um, so getting out of that relationship Serving the the youth and, you know, what I thought that was, you know, just being a supervisor for after school program, but taking what I've learned from that um, heartbreak and that relationship um, that, you know, that wasn't God ordained and making sure that I want to live my life and live more abundantly abundantly is where you know part of the title um came from and the lord reminded me um that he has come to give us life more abundantly right and I just was not living in that space and also um when I looked um and i was reading one day in ephesians 2:10 and it's like for we are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do the good works that God called us in advance to do and i was just like oh my gosh you know he gave me a visual like it's like a seamstress when a seamstress sews she knows every nook and cranny you know pockets and different things and i think that's how um, god sees us like he knows what we're capable of mm-hmm. it says in the word that he has um prepared us in advance to do those good works. So I always tell the girls, there's no excuse. Whatever the Lord has called you to do, he prepared you in advance to do that. So I just want to make sure that our girls get that um, plant the seeds of encouragement so that they're able to know these things from young. So as they're getting older, um, then they're confident, healthy confidence um, in what God has called them to do.
0: And you're really doing that too, because you have do you have 3 kids? Is that right? Yes, I have 3 kids. And yes. you are still a single parent? Yes, still a single parent. So that's something I get asked a lot, you know, how do you even like think or look outside of yeah. yourself when you have, you know, kids yes. at home with you and you're a single parent? So how are you able to Woo, manage just, and deal with that and, you know, you have mm-hmm. a business and a nonprofit. It's Yes.
1: So Jen, I cannot tell you if the only People that know me and that's close to me um, and that ask that question and just, you know, being a woman of God also, you know, that it's only the Lord. That's the only way that I could explain it. If I ever try to do what he has called me to do and give the portion that he's given me outside of that, I don't I don't know. I don't know how I have the energy to um, because I have two teen girls. And then my son, he's he's about to be twenty years old. So you have these different dynamics. They're always changing. They're always needing new new things, you know. And then and then myself, I have to care for myself in order to be who I need to be for them, and you know, for God, of course. Um, and then I have the nonprofit, and then I have the for profit, and it's a constant. Um, I you hear people talk a lot about balancing, and I'm like, mm-hmm. for me. What balancing looks like is being present. This is what the Lord showed me, is being present with what he's given you. So when I'm with the kids, that is, I'm trying to focus on them and you give them my undivided attention. When I'm with, you know, um, doing abundantly authentic stuff, I have to pull it, you know, have the energy to do that. When I'm doing handiwork stuff, I have to have the energy to do that. And I'm going all in. I'm not like halfway doing this, halfway doing that. I'm going all in. And that's who he has the type of personality that he, you know, has blessed me with. It can be a blessing and a curse. Um, but I'm, you know, I'm organized, um, in the way that he has called me to be able to do this stuff. So it's the Lord. I, I can't <laughs> explain And How else can you explain it? If Like I said, if I look outside of it, Anybody else too, I see you, you know, I get your newsletters and stuff like that. And I know behind the scenes, how much work that takes, you know, so to have the energy to do it, it's God ordained, you know? Yeah, it is.
0: Yes. Yes. (laughs) Well, let's shift gears to talking about what we can do for our girls Mm -hmm. to help their confidence. Okay. You have like five keys. I think I saw on your website, if you want to talk us through those.
1: Yes, I'm about to get into that. So um, for girls, um, whenever I speak with the girls, the number one thing is that I want to make sure that we're sharing with them Healthy confidence. Um, you know, when you look outside in the world and what the world standards of of confidence or self esteem looks like, is the very um, surface level. Um, so when we talk about healthy confidence, we're talking about when we're talking about confidence. I'm sorry, we talk about healthy confidence, and it's based off of five keys. Number one is beautiful, and this is for abundantly authentic. Handiwork is a little. It's still five foundations, uh, but we'll talk about abundantly authentic. Um, so number one, key number one is beautiful. And when I pull up the word beautiful, um, the words, that's the meaning that stood out to me was, um, graceful was elegant. So I want our girls to know that it's not what you look like on the outside, but a reflection of who you are on the inside. And as women, as girls in Christ, we want to make sure that we know what, um, that we are a direct reflection upon the Lord and His um, His people, right? So, whenever we're out there in the world, um, per, first of all, um, beautiful has is attached to purpose. So, meaning that we all have a purpose. Remember, we just read Ephesians 2.10, ten. Um, we have, you know, called to do the good things He has called us to do. Um, so, I tell the girls a lot of times that whenever so, think about it like when somebody, you know, we use the word beautiful a lot, um, but we don't really take into consideration what that truly means. So, for us, beautiful is a reflection of who we are on the inside, and we all have different skills, gifts, talents that we have to offer to the world, and your purpose is attached to service. So, whenever um, a good example is mine, from being a child, I was, I love to read. I love to write. And you know, people that's nerdy. I'll, you know, (laughs) yeah. People made fun of me when I was little, but Hey, it is what it is. Um, it's, Working out for me now. Yes, it is. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So I used to write a lot, um, and now, and um, part of my purpose is working with our youth. I have a strong passion to work with our youth. So now, the Lord has given me opportunity to be able to write a book, write books, to be able to serve our youth and encourage them. So that is my gift, and that's how I'm. You know, I'm navigating through that. So, other thing I do want to say about that also is. The Lord gives us gifts, right? And a lot of us um, don't use it. So I tell the girls, imagine you and your best friend, right? Your best, you bought a perfect gift for her. You know, she's going to love this gift. Um, You wrapped it, you did it, you know, everything that you have to go along with it. You go and you give it to her and she just sets it on the table. Like for me anyway, I would be anxious, like open it. I want to see your reaction. Mm -hmm. I want to see you. And I think a lot of us, that's what, um, that's what we're doing with the gift that God has given us. We're not using what he's given us and we're just set it on table Mm -hmm. or whatever. So a lot of us has these, have these things stored inside that, um, if we tap into it, it can serve different parts of, you know, parts of the world that it's supposed to. So that's key. Number one is beautiful. And I think that's the foundation to set off Um, For our girls to be able to start to really recognize that she's needed in this world. So, um, so then we have key number two, which is Ooh la la, which a lot of the girls they love that they're like, what is that? Um, For us. We wanna be a, rep- a good representation, not only um, on the inside, but we do wanna care about what we look like on the outside. We don't wanna be obsessive about it. We don't want to be you know, conceited with the way that we look, but we do wanna care about the way that we look. And for me, I know when I was in that unhealthy, unhealthy relationship i was not caring about the way that i look i wasn't taking care of, of myself and valuing myself the way that i should have and it's really i believe that when you look good you feel good and even if you um read in in s es- in um, the book of esther those girls was getting um it took them a whole year to they took six months of perfume and treatments mm-hmm. and, six, and i'm like if they could do that then hey let me go ahead <laughs> and take care of myself so just reminding the girls the basic foundation of taking care of themselves, which is personal grooming, making sure we're taking showers and baths, you know, and then I, um, challenge them. Is there a new hairstyle that you want to try? Maybe put some accessories on. Like I said, we don't want to be obsessive, but we do want to care about the way that we look. Yeah. Um, and then key number three is journey, and when I pull that up, it means to travel, to go, to move from one place to another. So that to me meant it's an action word. So yes, we are all we are all on a journey, um, but I break it up into two. One of them is exercising our bodies, making sure that we're being active, staying active. Um, and then the second part to that is having the desire to want to travel outside of our norm. Some people may not want to travel a country or whatever, but Um, you can even go to your local, I've, you know, went to different cities and seen some, um, some landmarks over there, I went to, you know, there's different ways that we can make sure that we get outside of that, because I believe that when we travel, it allows um, us, is, it allows our perspective to change, and we get to meet new people, see new things, try new foods, hear yeah, new languages. yes, yeah. all your, yes, all your senses are um, being engaged, so you become a different person because you're more cultured, you know, right, um, yeah, so, That's really huge. And then exercising our bodies that, um, a lot of people, like I said, with the girls, I'm like, that doesn't mean you have to get a gym membership. There's so many other things that we can be doing. You can go roller skating with your friends. You can go play basketball. You can go for a walk with your family. There's a lot of things that we can do because we don't want to make excuses. We want to just make sure that we're caring for ourselves. So, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so that's number three. Number four is, um, is, um, nourish and what nourish means is to provide with the necessary things for growth. Um, so that's broken up into two, um, two keys also, which is number one, making sure that we're being mindful with the things that we're putting inside of our bodies. And then, um, number two is like making sure that we are, um, having friendships, of uh, good friendships around us, which starts with the girl. So when we do that part of the workshop, we're talking about what a good friend looks like, what a good friend doesn't look like, and she makes a little action plan. So in case she comes across anybody who's treating her in a way that we've talked about, that's not okay, then she will already kind of have know what she's gonna do, talk to somebody, let that person know that's not okay, whatever. But uh, we wanna make sure that we instill that in them so that they're not freezing when, you know, when bullying or something happens, that they have some type of escape or some type of way to be able to um, get out of that situation, so.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, we
1: talk about that. And then last but not least is invest Um, investment. And a lot of people think I'm talking about money. Um, Yes. And being good stores with our money is a part of it. But investing is investing our time. How are we making time for ourselves? We're just talking about (laughs) that previously. Um, And then how are we making time for other people in our lives? You know? Um, So yeah, I can go on and on. I know that was a lot. Yeah. So those are the five keys and Um, our thing is to make sure that our girl knows that the, these things take practice. We are, like I said, on a journey and you're not going to be perfect. Nobody's perfect, but we want to be making sure that we're taking care of ourselves in this way to be the most, you know, healthiest, confident
0: girl that we can be. Yeah. I love that. That's great. Yeah. How can parents help -hmm. their kids along this? If they can't, you know, they don't live near you, can't go to a workshop or something.
1: Yeah, definitely. Well, with the parents too. I mean, it starts with you. Like, okay, so a part of the story with the with you know me getting a divorce. A little bit after that, um, there was one incident where my daughter was actually staring at herself um, in the mirror, and I was staring at her, staring at herself, and I just decided to ask her like, "What do you see when you look in there?" And she was about seven, um, and she turned and she pointed to me, and I just was not proud of the woman that she was pointing at. And mm-hmm. that's when, like, I just, you know, immediately re- was reminded by God's promise that he has come to give us life and give him more abundantly. And I was not living the life that he has called us to. Um, so it's going to start with you as, a, as you know, as her parent. Um so that you're able to be the example that you're needing for her to be able to see what a healthy woman looks like, not only physically, but emotionally, mentally, spiritually. Um, So there's different ways that you're able to connect with my passion and my purpose is girls, but this can go for boys also if you have sons. Yeah, um, yeah but you can have one on ones with them, meaning you can take them um, and it doesn't have to be anything extravagant or expensive. I have three kids. So believe me, we can't be going to restaurants and stuff all the time. But I take them. my son. He likes Starbucks. Get him a little Starbucks drink, sit down, speak with him about things that's going on. And I like to do it separately, especially if you have more than one, um, because you, sometimes we're, all, we're together all the time. I wanna hear their voice. I wanna hear their concerns. Um, and sometimes it's not even concerns. I just wanna hear what's going on in their life. You know, um, listen, when you actually take them out of that, you can um, listen, actively listen to the things that they're saying, and it might be a little bit, um, weird at first, if you've never done this, they might just sit there and not say anything and that's okay. But at least they know that you are important enough to make time for them to be able to connect with them in that way.
0: And I think, as it, a pre- yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I think it really makes them feel special too mm-hmm. when you just yes. set aside even yeah. just like 10 with, minutes with yes, them. Yeah. Yes.
1: And it doesn't have to be long. Like you said, like 10, 15 minutes. I know for when I first started it, um, they it was awkward for them, it was awkward for me. So I would pull up like fun, would you rather questions? And in mm-hmm. that, then they would um, answer, then we would start conversations with something else, you know? Um, so there's ways to go about it, take them to the park, take them, you know, to their favorite. One of my girls love Del Taco. She loves a little bean and cheese burrito, Is a dollar. Mm-hmm. I go and I girl <laughs> over there, she eats it and we just have fun and we talk. But when you're actively listening to them, um, then, and making that time, then you're able to hear different things that they have going on in their lives. And then you can start to pick up on some of the gift skills, and talents that we talked about, right? Um, if they like to draw, maybe you can surprise them with like a, a book, an artist book and a pen, maybe, the you know, favorite mm-hmm. things or whatever. If they like to read, then you get to see like, hey, what kind of books did you, you know, think about what kind of books they said that they liked and, you know, surprise them with it. But those are just, that's a huge way, like really a huge way that you can connect with your child.
0: Yeah, that's good. What would you say for um, parents that don't have a male in the home or maybe the Mm. father's absent? Um, Not that they get all their confidence from that, Mm. but I know it definitely affects a girl's confidence when she doesn't have a male figure in her life.
1: That's good because I'm actually, I'm in that space right now, you know, their dad is not active, you know, actively in their lives. Um, So what I um, will share with people, especially because when I think about the body of Christ and the way that he structured family um, is very, both roles are important. The mom's role is important and the dad's role is important. And if you're missing one of those, there is going to be you know, lack, obviously. Mm -hmm. Um, But one of the things that I make sure that I seek out and look for is different male figures around, but want to be very careful with that because you don't want anyone to have access to your children like that. But one of the things that I've been blessed with is my brother. Um, so my brother, he does live in a different state, but he's able to give me perspective when I ask him, um, you know, just about different situations. Um, he's able to give me his perspective from a male's perspective. Um, and then we have, um, different family members, they, their, um, uncle, um, and their aunt. Um, so they are exposed but exposed to the positive male figures in their lives. Um, And I just kind of seek that out and make sure that they're ingrained somehow. But like I said, I just try to be very mindful with that because you do want to be careful, um, especially with the girls, Um, the boys also, but especially with the girls too, you know? Um, So I just try to look for a village, a village of people. And that village can be one or two people that you can just connect with. Um, to, you know, seek, like I said, a male's perspective on certain things Mm -hmm. for your boys or your girls, you know, um, because like I said, like both, um, partnership is needed, but obviously, you know, like some of us are in that season or we're living that out and that's not readily available at that point. Um, so I would actively seek out resources and people in my life that are, that are hold some type of value that's able to support in that way
0: yeah that's good yeah. yeah well thank you for all of those tips yes you thank you have, for like, having me yeah do you have any like last words you want to tell to like um, single moms
1: yeah well for i always leave people with this so three things um especially like i said this can this is i talked mainly to girls but this can be for man boy girl woman um but it's three things so um The most important relationship that you'll ever have is the one that you have with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. He'll walk you through the woman, the man, the boy, you know, the young lady that he's calling you to become. And then open up doors for you to be able to, which is key number two, to be able to have healthy relationships with other people in your life. Cause when you value yourself, when he shows you what that looks like, then you have a different perspective. You have a different set of lenses on and you're able to recognize um, you know, um, healthy things, yeah. right? And then last but not least is that all of it takes practice. Nobody's perfect. You're not gonna wake up every day talking about how can I have a healthy relationship today? <laughs> no, that's not gonna happen like that. So just remember those things. And um, like I said, just Ephesians 10. For you are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do the good works he has called you to do. So get up and let's do it.
0: (laughs) That's great. You are so inspiring. Thank Thank you so much. (laughs) If you're a single parent, I invite you to check out my free ebook, Parenting Alone with Confidence. You can find it on graceforsingleparents.com and it'll be in the show notes. Thanks for listening.